Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Chris McMonagle. Sports Radio 1019 FM. The Bam. WFAN. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 201 on this Saturday morning. McMonagle here with you. I got you for three hours. Richard Neer will come your way at five. And Met fans, this is not a fun morning. I understand that. That's a tough, brutal pill to take. Last night watching Scherzer give home runs all over the place. Watching balls leave the ballpark. Whether it's against middle of the lineup guys like Bell. Or whether it's against Grisham at the bottom of the lineup. Both guys coming in struggling. You can't give up home runs to the eight hitter. Not if you want to win. Not if you want to win a wild card game, a three game set with your top ace, one of your two top aces on the mound. And I was in the building last night, and the building was amped and pumped. And they had the this team, I guess is the slogan, this team orange towels are waving. It was a crazy atmosphere. The Met fan was juiced up. I was in the SNY box sitting next to Tommy Lugauer, who's nuts himself. But he barely spoke after the first inning because that home run by Bell sucked the life out of this building. And it felt like it sucked the life out of this team. And that's what happens when your stud spits the bit. And, you know, sometimes you could look at a game, and I'm sure there are even people out there who will try and look at this one, but I don't want to hear it. You could look at games and you go, well, there's a myriad of reasons. There's always... You know, there's always several things that happen in a game that determine who won and who lost. There's always several factors. You could look back at this moment and that moment. And, you know, if any of one of, you know, seven or eight different things go the opposite way, who knows what would happen? Well, I'm sorry. Yes, the offense scored run one run, and we'll get to it. And yes, the offense fell dead like it did in the Atlanta series, but something else happened in the Atlanta series that happened again last night. The starting pitcher spit the bit. That's why the Mets lost. The Mets lost because their $43 million man, one of the two who are going to put the team on their back, the strength of this team is their starting rotation. Their offense has been good for a lot of the year. They've scored a lot of runs. They've done it a myriad of different ways. Alonzo has 130 RBIs. You know, the only Met to have 40 home runs twice in a season. Alonzo lead, uh, Lindor leads the league from shortstop position in RBIs. You know, different guys. Uh, Marte, we finally saw again. The only guy with guts going out there with half a hand, hitting base hits up the middle and stealing multiple bases. Yeah, the offense has done a good job this year, and there's always... Several reasons. McNeil's the batting champion. There's plenty of reasons why the Mets finished 101 with 101 wins and unfortunately just shy of winning the division. But the strength of this team is the starting rotation. The visions you had heading into the season were sure you could have a good regular season. Hell, the Braves are tough, but we could we, we could possibly fend them off. We're going to have a good team. But you know what? When we get to the postseason, good luck beating us because we've got Max and we've got Jacob. 
and we've got the best top two in baseball. And that's why you catch us in a three-game series, good luck. You catch us in a five-game series, good luck. You catch us in a seven-game series, and we could possibly, if we work things out, pitch those two guys four times in a seven-game series, good luck. Well, right now, good luck to the Mets because their starting pitching is falling apart and their supposed strength is killing them. Max Scherzer was awful last night. Awful. I saw a stat. Do you know that this is the first time in a postseason game that a pitcher has given up four home runs and allowed seven runs since the 1939 World Series? I'll spare you the name for two reasons. One, I can't remember. And two, who cares? It was the 1939 World Series. That's the last time a starting pitcher has given up four home runs and allowed seven runs. He was awful. You heard the clip right before uh, the break here in the update. Oh, he had some pitches leaking. Yeah, he had some pitches leaking. Uh, he, he was awful. And I, don't ca- and I don't want to hear any excuses, none. He's on the mound pitching. Is he not right? I don't know. He doesn't look right to me because he's given up four home runs and seven runs. That doesn't look like Max Scherzer. So is he, is he right right now? I don't know. I don't know if he's right or not, but he was on the mound last night, and he was, he was selected by this manager to pitch game one of the series, and they went out there in a three-game set against the San Diego Padres going against a pitcher in Darvish who they can't hit and still can't hit and haven't beaten his entire career. And they needed their guy to show up, and he was dreadful from the jump. And that's why they lost. So I don't care about the offense. Yes, the offense stunk last night. Yes, Alonzo had an opportunity in the first inning to get them back in the game with runners on first and third, and he hits one 500-feet foul. Great whoop de doo And then he strikes out looking at a pitch right down the middle. Yeah, he had, they had opportunities. They were running the base paths. They had guys on. And they can't come through with the big hit, but that doesn't matter when you give up seven runs from your guy. Giving up home runs to Grisham. Giving up home runs to Profar. You cannot give up three-run bombs in the fifth inning to Profar. It cannot happen. And what you're seeing right now with this team is its strength becoming its weakness. And we could talk about the trade deadline and all that, and what, what, what was meant to be done with the trade deadline is to strengthen weaknesses, right? You want to – right now they have – you know, they're a very heavy platoon hitter. They don't have – they need a better left-handed hitting DH. They need a better right-handed hitting DH. You'd love to add some pieces to the back end of the bullpen. Let's really, you know, try and focus on the weaknesses of this team and bolster them. What you can have happen and what no team can overcome is having your greatest strength become your biggest weakness. That can't work. And what you're watching from the Mets right now is their greatest strength. And in this series, it's only been one game. But in the Atlanta series, their starting pitcher in general, whether it be Bassett, DeGrom, or Scherzer, all of them got progressively worse. And Max Scherzer didn't give this team a chance to win the game. And their greatest strength right now is their biggest weakness. And I don't care who they're playing. And the San Diego Padres are talented, yes. And they have Machado. And they have Soto. But this, you look up and down this lineup, this is not a great lineup. Soto, for whatever reason, has struggled since the second he got there. Same thing with Bell, despite the home run last night. Machado's been steady. Myers has barely played. And then you're looking at Kim, Grisham, and Nola at the bottom of this lineup. 
this is not a great hitting lineup that it should be that what can you ask from Scherzer? You can ask more than what he gave you. $43 million. This is why he's here, and he's completely faded. And he's talking to Ken Rosenthal during the Brave series and saying he's looking to, you know, just try and get through this season and reset. Well, he looks like a guy who can't get through this season. And honestly, you're scared now, even if you figure out a way to win the next two games, what Scherzer is the rest of this postseason if you're lucky enough to make it past Sunday. If you're lucky enough to take on the Dodgers, do you have a second ace? Right now, you don't. Right now, you don't. And you don't have anybody in the offense that comes through in a big spot. Multiple times, runners on third, stealing bases, getting on, can't bring them in. Alonzo had a terrible game. He got one base hit. He had a terrible game. He had an opportunity in the second inning to get at least one of those runs right back. They had they had Darvish on the ropes. The crowd was getting into his head. I didn't hear much of the post game. I just got back from the stadium. I tried to listen to some of it, but I heard that he was talking about how he felt like the crowd was right in his ear. You could tell he was shaking. He was going to first base all the time. He was taking, you know, it took forever. Every pitch, you wish they instituted the pitch clock, pitch clock this year. Because he was te- he was taking forever. He was off his game to start this game last night. And the Mets had an opportunity to get right back in it, and they didn't. But it doesn't matter when Scherzer's giving up home runs to the bottom of the lineup. And now you're looking tomorrow with DeGrom to save your season. And for what a waste all that talk was, huh? All the talk about what the Mets should do with their rotation. And first, let me just say it now. We don't have to talk about it because it's meaningless now. It's meaningless. DeGrom is pitching later today. He absolutely has to. It's the only thing to do now. He's got to pitch this game to save your season. But I'm sorry. Anyone who doesn't think the Mets were doing the right thing in holding off DeGrom for game three until you need him, and possibly if you don't need him, he can start game one and go multiple times in the Dodgers series. If you don't think that was the right move, me and you just aren't going to see the eye to eye. It was a no-brainer to do what the Mets did. The Mets did the only thing that made sense. Oh, the Braves, I'm losing my mind. The Mets did the only thing that made sense. You hold back DeGrom. Now it's meaningless, though. It doesn't matter. And Jacob DeGrom, who's now 0-3 in his last four starts, who had a terrible outing against Oakland, who gave up multiple home runs. And how about the home runs in the postseason? Can we talk about that for a second? We'll get into that later. But this is how you win games, hitting home runs. It's how the Braves beat the Mets in the last series that last weekend series that determined this division, and it's how the Mets lost last night. Home runs. And right now the Mets don't have anybody who hits them in big spots. And they've given up a ton, whether it's Max, whether it's Jacob, whether it's uh, uh, Bassett. It doesn't matter. But now the season relies on those two starting pitchers going up against Blake Snell, who's had a terrific second half of the season, who's a tough left-handed pitcher, and we know how the Mets have, have handled left-handed pitching. They don't have an answer at the right-handed DH. Ruff is on the lineup. I, don't, I would imagine Alvarez, who got a pinch hit in this game, is going to start tomorrow or later today. But let's be fair, top prospect or not, one long home run or not against Washington, he has looked overmatched in big at-bats, including last night. Now, that's not, I'm not saying that's fair. It's just what it is. Yes, it's a short sample size, but it is what it is. I wasn't the one who called him up in the last second 
with three, you know, the biggest three games of the year and giving them six games as a major league before you put them on the wild card roster. I didn't do that. The Mets did. Here's the here's the here's here's what's happened in those six games he's been here. In the big spot against good pitching, he's looked overmatched. I don't blame him. I don't think he's going to stink. I'm sure he's a big-time prospect who's going to play wonderful for the Mets and be the face of the franchise for the next two decades. How the hell do I know? But right now, you're going to feel that good about uh, good with him going up against Blake Snell? What failed them last night has got to carry them tonight. Jacob deGrom has got to come into that building with those towels waving, with this fan base dying for a performance, just absolutely dying for it. He's got to pitch them home. And if it takes seven shutout innings, if it takes eight shutout innings, whatever it takes, he's going to have to do it. It's that simple. Yeah, you need more from the offense, no doubt. You need your big-time players. You need your Lindors, your Alonzos, your McNeils, those guys to come through, no doubt. But this team was built on the arms of these two men. And they got an absolute terrible performance last night. And DeGrom has got to lift them past Snell. Now, Sunday won't be a cakewalk either. Joe Musgrove has been very good. He's been a solid pitcher. He was good last year. He backed it up with another good season this year. I think... I feel much better about this Met offense going up against him than I do Snell. You have to get through today. You win today with Jake on the mound. It it buoys the team a little bit. You feel better about it. Hopefully they score some runs, and you feel like you're the better team going into a Sunday matchup. It's all on today. And we can discuss moving further with Scherzer. That's fine. But Jacob deGrom has got to figure out a way to get his team a victory, whatever it takes. Because this team cannot lose this series. Let's be fair about it. They've had a wonderful regular season. They've had a wonderful regular season. They went out. They spent the money for Max, the new ownership group, the new manager, and Buck, who's done a wonderful job and has made such a difference. The feel around this team up until this Brave series last weekend has been completely different night and day. They've battled back. They've they've always gotten off the deck. They've avoided long losing streaks. They really didn't put too many long winning streaks together either, but they have been the model of consistency. This team has never allowed bad play to linger. They've had miraculous wins. They've gotten good performances from players you wouldn't expect it. They've done everything to prove to their fans that they are a legitimately good championship contending team. And they've led this division for, what was it, 175 days? Pretty much wire to wire, the Mets had been leading the AL of the NL East. Holding off the Braves, out to an early lead, out to a 10.5 game lead. And sure, watched it dwindle all the way, obviously, down to getting overtaken the last weekend. But they were able to hold off. The, the Braves were the best team in baseball since the beginning of June. The Mets still play great baseball. They won 100 um, one games only for the fourth time in their franchise's history. This is one of the great regular seasons the Mets have ever had. And this is one of the best teams the Mets have had since that great mid-80s and late-80s team. The championship 86, the, 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 the great 88 team that lost to the Dodgers in the postseason, but that regular season team, that group, this is the best team, in my opinion, better than the 99 team, better than the 2000 Mike Piazza team. I really believe that. 
Better than the 06 Beltran-David Wright team. This has been as good a team as they've had since 86. And this has been as good a regular season as maybe they've ever had. And it ended with three miserable games against Atlanta. And now they are one more bad performance from the two guys who are supposed to carry them. That's one more bad performance from them away from losing two games in the wild card to an inferior team and being out without winning a postseason game. They cannot lose two games at home with Scherzer and DeGrom on the mound in a wild card round. They can't do that. That is an absolute disaster of an end of a season. This will go down as one of the most disappointing seasons in Mets history if that happens. These two guys are supposed to carry them to a championship, not be the cause of their early demise. This is the biggest game the Mets have played since the World Series, goes without saying. And Jacob DeGrom, who literally could be somewhere else, and we could spare ourselves that talk. I don't need to get into whether, you know, we know he's going to opt out. Whether he's going to be a Met or not doesn't matter. It has nothing to do with tomorrow or later today. Jacob DeGrom has nothing else on his mind. He doesn't care about where he's going next year. He doesn't care about what his contract's going to look like. He has to go out there and win a game for the Mets and prolong this season. They cannot lose this series, and they particularly cannot go out in two games at home to an inferior opponent with DeGrom and Scherzer as the two starting pitchers of those games. It can't happen. It can't happen. It would be embarrassing. It would be embarrassing. And this season's been too good to have it end in such an embarrassing display of baseball. So I expect the Mets to get off the deck. But Scherzer was horrible last night. I'm not a big booer, but if anybody anybody had, had you know a problem with him getting booed off the mound, too bad. He was awful. He gets paid $43 million to pitch that game. And he was awful. And I don't care about how he's feeling. I really don't. Then don't pitch. It's the same thing as Cole last year with the hamstring injury in the wildcard game. I don't care how your hamstring feels. You were terrible. I don't care how your oblique feels. You were terrible. And really, nobody else showed up on the offense, too. But you know what? It starts and ends with this Met team and their starting pitching. And it ended last night with a horrendous performance from Scherzer. And it better start the comeback tonight with DeGrom. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.